back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 358 of Rams Up. Are you all starting to warm up to this Kansas City Chiefs San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl? I am certainly not. A little tip. If you're a golfer, Super Bowl Sunday is the best day of the year to play your favorite course. If kickoff time is scheduled for 3.30, let's say, you can get a tee time. Actually, you can just show up at your favorite course around 2 o'clock, get 18 holes in, maybe even more, get home before the third quarter kickoff, start playing the game from the beginning, and be caught up by the fourth quarter. Do it all the time, makes for a spectacular day especially if it's a 49er game. And how about the Ravens? A couple of people alluded to this, and the data is there. Did the Ravens panic after falling behind? Their running back carries per game, week one to the AFC Championship, hovered around 20 every game, 24 to 21 to 22, fast forward late in the year, 27, 16, 21, 22. I think the low point was 15. Week 18, 31 carries for the running backs. And in the AFC Championship, just six carries. And we're going to start transitioning into draft talk in a second here. But it is episode 358, so I wanted to talk about a number 58. A very interesting number 58 that played for the Rams, Corey Littleton. Littleton, out of Spring Valley, California, down near San Diego, went to the University of Washington, undrafted free agent, signed by the Rams, played four years for the Rams from 2016 to 2019. One of the more athletic linebackers in the league, named to the Pro Bowl in 2018 and played in that Super Bowl, of course. Not too shabby 2019 season either. Finished with a career-high 134 tackles, 3.5 sacks, 9 pass deflections, 2 interceptions, 2 forced fumbles, and 4 fumble recoveries in 16 games. And then he signed a big contract with the Raiders. $36 million for 3 years, and basically kind of sort of was never heard from again. Two years with the Raiders, one with the Panthers, one with the Texans, one with the Saints, and back to the Texans practice squad at the beginning of last season, but released in November. Corey Littleton, man, he was perhaps one of the best undrafted rookie signings the Rams have ever had. But man, when he got that big contract, something happened. He was never the same. Corey Littleton, number 58 for our Los Angeles Rams. We're really going to get rolling on some mock drafts over the next few weeks. I do not have one for you today, but I do have a precursor to our upcoming mock drafts. And this is what I thought I'd do. I'm going to lay some groundwork for what I think the Rams should do in the draft, what we should expect from them. And then I'm going to look at some recent mock drafts and how 
various writers and experts across the country have been predicting which way the Rams are going to go. So here's my thinking on what I hope the Rams do in the 2024 draft. Number one, they're not going to draft a quarterback in the first round. I see a lot of people predicting that. And man, there are a lot of really good quarterbacks and they may go fast. Now, the Rams may be looking for a replacement for Matthew Stafford in the second, third, or fourth round, I suppose. But in the first round, they're looking for a guy, a player that can help them win now in 2024 and get back to the Super Bowl. Now, there is a caveat here, and that is the Rams do need a quality backup because if Matthew Stafford gets stinged up, misses a couple of games, could derail the whole thing for the Rams in 2024. Number two, I don't think they're taking an edge rusher in the first round either. They spent a lot of draft capital on edge rushers last year. Hit on Byron Young, Nick Hampton remains to be seen, O'Shawn Mathis, probably not. I don't think they're going to go back to the till as far as edge rushers in the 2024 draft. That's the one position I think they're going to bring in a free agent. Edge rushers take some time to develop. Don't know if they're going to get what they need in the first round of next year's draft, especially at the 19th spot. Could be a couple good edge rushers there, but that's my prediction. They pass on edge rusher in the first round. And the third thing, and most of us diehard Ram fans know this, they're not drafting an inside linebacker, tight end, or running back in the first three rounds. Now, Ernest Jones was an exception to that, but because they have Ernest Jones, I don't think they're going to go back to inside linebacker early in this draft, just other positions they need to emphasize. The fourth thing is, I think they will emphasize ensuring that they have a top 10 offensive line in 2024. Now there's some moving parts here we don't know about. Coleman Shelton and Kevin Dotson, both free agents. Alaric Jackson, they can retain him, but where does he fit in? So they could spend a couple of draft picks, early draft picks, on the offensive line, and there's some good ones. There's some guys that really fit what they need. And the fifth thing, they need to bolster their secondary. They'll spend at least three picks on the secondary. Now that could change depending on what happens in free agency. Akilah Witherspoon, Jordan Fuller, John Johnson, all free agents. But they need to improve that unit regardless. Now, if they end up with just eight picks, they're not drafting three defensive backs. But if they have 10 or 11, they're going to bolster that secondary big time. The sixth part of this groundwork is they need an impact player on the defensive line. After Kobe Turner and Aaron Donald, what do you have? Bobby Brown, I don't know if he's an impact player. Deshaun Johnson, they can bring back Jonah Williams. They need another guy there really bad. And they could figure that out in free agency. I've mentioned Greg Gaines or Ashawn Robinson, both available, could bring them back. Hey, it's just my wish list. Probably not going to happen. But if it doesn't, we'll see the Rams pick a defensive lineman probably in the fourth round or so. Right now, they don't even have a fourth round pick, but they'll probably end up with one. So let's look at some mock drafts across the web and for reference, comp picks have not been announced yet. They will be announced the first week of March if we go by past years. But most of these mock drafts, I'm just going three picks deep with some notes added if they went deeper than three picks. Luke Easterline of Sports Illustrated. He went cornerback, linebacker, quarterback. 
Now the cornerback is Cooper DeJean out of Iowa. Really versatile guy. He can play the slot. Could probably play a little safety if you needed him to. Can do just about anything you ask of him on the back end. That would be a solid pick. At first I wasn't keen on him, but the more I read about him, the deeper dive I perform. Cooper DeJean is a solid pick. The cornerback out of Iowa. Edger and Cooper, the linebacker out of Texas A&M. You really trying to do the Warner Greenlaw thing and have someone play next to Ernest Jones. Edron Cooper might be the guy, but I don't think they go linebacker in the second round. And then they have the quarterback out of South Carolina, Spencer Rattler. Now, if you read about this guy, it sounds like they're describing Matthew Stafford, a gunslinger, loves going for the big plays, not super mobile, but athletic enough to make things happen. The only thing that's a little bit different about him is he may not have the leadership qualities that Matthew Stafford possesses. That would be the one thing on him. Bucky Brooks just mocked up the first round pick for the Rams, and he had them going with Bo Nix, the quarterback out of Oregon, and that violates my groundwork. Item number one, not drafting a quarterback in the first round. I'd love to have Bo Nix on this roster as our quarterback of the future, I just don't think the Rams are ready to go there yet. Daniel Jeremiah, much-respected scout, also for NFL.com. He had them picking the edge rusher out of UCLA, Latu Latu, and that violates my groundwork item number two, not drafting an edge rusher in the first round. But I would probably celebrate his addition to the roster. He looks like he's going to be a solid pro. LA Football News. They mocked the entire draft. I'll share the first three picks for you. Kool-Aid McKinstry, the cornerback out of Alabama. He'll be a stud. And then they went safety. Kalen Bullock out of USC. Now, I'm all in on a couple of defensive backs, but I don't know if our first two picks would go that direction. I'd probably be happy with one of these two guys, not necessarily both. I think Kool-Aid would be a solid pick. Maybe you come back and get safety later. The problem is the safety group is not real deep. If you want a potential starter, you might have to draft someone like Bullock in the third round. And the third pick was another edge rusher out of UCLA, Gabriel Murphy. In the third round edge, that might be okay. I still think one of these top three picks is going to be an offensive lineman. And just to note, LA Football News had the Rams taking Sam Hartman, the quarterback out of Notre Dame, in the sixth round. MSN.com, A.J. Schulte. He had them taking J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback out of Michigan. I'm not sold on him. I'm certainly not sold on him in the first round for the Rams. Violates one of the items I mentioned at the top of this. And then a center out of West Virginia, Zach Frazier. That kind of makes sense. Coleman Shelton moves on. Although, as some others have noted, the Rams could move Steve Avila to center. Give them a lot more flexibility along the offensive line. Quick look at his draft profile. Not sure if he's a good fit for this duo running attack, the power running attack the Rams have moved to, but that's about where he should get drafted. And then third round, another edge rusher, Cedric Johnson out of Ole Miss. Again, third round, I might be okay with that. The next three picks were two cornerbacks and a safety, so they went heavy on the back end right after those first three picks, and I would be okay with that. Brock Vieira of Rams Wire. Hey, he went with Cooper DeGene as well, and that has been a theme across the web. I see a lot of people mocking DeGene to the Rams. 
Number two was Xavier Worthy, the wide receiver out of Texas. He's a burner. I think the Rams will go wide receiver at some point. Not sure if Worthy is really the fit. As long as we have Tutu Atwell on this roster, maybe we're a year away from drafting another guy that can supposedly stretch the defense. With the third pick, Rams Wire had the Rams trading back and then drafting the top-rated running back Braylon Allen out of Wisconsin with the 87th pick overall, not picking a running back in the first three rounds. Sorry. And then Brock had the Rams picking another running back in the fifth round. That might be where they draft a running back. As I have said before, if I'm an NFL general manager and I have my regular bevy of picks, I'm drafting a running back every year. Not necessarily early, but I'm drafting one. And Walter Football, not one of my favorite sites. I think Walter is wrong more often than he's right when it comes to the Rams from my observations. A cornerback in the first round, Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo. That pick would make sense, actually. Cam Ward, the quarterback out of Washington State in the second round. Hey, if Sean McVay happened to fall in love with Cam Ward, I suppose that's a possibility. I still think the Rams are going to wait a year to draft a quarterback, or maybe they find someone they really love. Maybe Sam Hartman out of Notre Dame, like LA Football News picked. And then a linebacker in the third round, Danny Stutzman out of Oklahoma. I don't really like that pick either. No one in the trenches in the first three rounds for the Rams, according to Walter. Not loving it. And I got one more for you. Nate Davis of USA Today. Really respect this guy. He's got good stuff all year long on the NFL. Pretty accurate. And yet another guy who is predicting that the Rams will draft the cornerback out of Iowa, Cooper DeGene. So, hey, apparently if we're taking a vote, it's going to be Cooper DeGene, your new cornerback for the Los Angeles Rams. But what it probably really means is the Rams aren't drafting Cooper DeGene. But that pick's actually grown on me. Today, late January, I'd be very happy with Cooper DeGene as a new Rams cornerback. We'll get into some actual mock drafts, maybe as early as later this week. May have Paul Wallia on to join me with one. Let him make the selections and I critique it as we go, something like that. A lot of fun. Really difficult predicting what a team like the Rams are going to do, but we will give it our best shot. If nothing else, it's a load of fun. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.